thank you for joining the ESBC Podcast Network. And the reason it's a network is because I had a conversation with our guest today, John Beeson, who I met in 2010, and here we are, 2020, right? And this is the, the part of the network where we talk about mental health first aid kit. None of us are therapists like my wife, who's a licensed uh, psychotherapist in the state of California. However, we all need to know basic mental health to not only help ourselves, but somebody around you that you can see the warning signs. If somebody uh -huh. uh, might do something to harm, harm themselves or another, you have to be aware of it to give them the good word, right? Or to try to help them uh, overall. And John's been helping me for 10 years. So selfishly, I asked him to come on the podcast because the whole time I have known him, he's been a super chill guy, right? And he's always been helpful. And he's always been like an awesome uh, person, right? Very generous with his time, very generous with his knowledge. He's very, very knowledgeable. He's very, very intelligent. So I could see him sometimes, uh, and he would share with me, you know, since he's so smart, he gets frustrated when you have people around us who are not as smart as we are. But John being a good guy, he's trying to help him. But sometimes people don't get it, right? Uh, that's John. And uh, we've had great conversations over the years. And selfishly, I wanted to have him on the podcast to ask him, uh, as a person, right, that's gone through what we've gone through as a society, American society and generation, you know, Ronald Reagan gets shot in the early 80s. Then we go from that, we go our Iran-Contra. Then from that, we go to the Iraq war. We go to the collapse of the stock market in 1988. Then we go to the stock market bubble collapsing, right? Then we go through 9-11. And then from 9-11, we go through a couple wars. Uh, for the minority community, you got Eric Garner, you got all those things going on. And then you go to the economic collapse of 2008. And now we're here in 2020, right? Pandemic, riots, recession. But John's always been a chill guy. Thank you for joining us, John. And, and what, are, what are your thoughts and what, are, what tips can you give us? What secrets do you have? You, you're able to be such a chill nice giving guy i see all the posts where you're helping people out okay how do you do it all right josh thanks for having me for sure 10 years unbelievable so, time flies yeah time flies and here we are and we just landed so uh, thanks that was an awesome introduction i really appreciate it uh and i almost thought about coming on as like uh somebody that um, doesn't appear to be as bright as I am, you know, intelligence, I don't really know. So I, I think, I think a large part of what I've done is, is harbored without really knowing it. Right. What is commonly called emotional intelligence. Okay. So it's a matter of understanding a few fundamental things, which is you can actually choose how you feel about anything. There this is separate from what we know as, as um, flight, fight, 
or freeze. Um, that's the reptilian mind where when you're in a, when in a certain situation of danger, that mind is going to take over. But otherwise, actually, when you, when you started talking, there's many things that came up for me. And there's a book I read years ago called The Four Agreements. Yeah. One of the agreements in there is um, take nothing personally. Yes. Okay. So I spent a long time working on that one, which is just, just don't take things personally. And a lot of it came about because at the age of 50, I realized a couple of things. I never have. Good for you, man. Never too far away. (laughs) Good for you, man. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. John throughout the years has been generous with his, and we're going to have to put it on the episode notes, links to uh, your favorite books because you've always given me uh, really good book recommendations. Yeah. Well, books are great, but I also, when I started podcasting and producing about 15 years ago, I, it was soon after that that I actually unplugged from mainstream media. And mainly because I got sick and tired of it the propaganda and the commercials and uh, started listening to podcasts. So what I usually recommend these days are podcasts, certain podcasts. But so it was the four agreements and taking nothing personally. And at the age of 50, what I was going to say is I realized a couple things. Number one is I knew what I knew. I knew what I didn't know. And I was comfortable talking about either one of them. So there, for many, many people, you know, people try to position themselves as being some sort of expert right. or knowing something about it um, rather than just be curious, you know. So I've always been a really curious person. So, um, you know, and a lot of, lot of what I've learned, I've actually learned as, as podcast, being a podcast host for, you know, like 1,300 plus episodes. Wow. And, and learning, good. yeah, learning the skill of listening. Okay, so um, I as a host do not spend much time talking. Um, I let the other person just feel comfortable um, and kind of known for holding safe space. So what does that mean? That just means listening. So rather than trying to position yourself or do anything else, it's just be there to allow somebody to just tell their story. Cause as you know, we all have a story, you know, but you know, the other thing is um, in 2014, I started a podcast called alternative health tools.com, which there's some real gems there for sure. There's a woman named Carrie Lake who for lack of a better term, I would say um, I would consider to be an ascending master. And I never even knew what that meant until I tell in the interview with her, it's just like, where is this coming from? And uh, so it's, it's, it's largely listening to others and uh, spending some time. Folks listening to go listen to that episode. So if you go to alternativehealthtools.com, um, there's a search bar at the top right. You can just type in Carrie Lake, and that's K-E-R-R-I. Her last name is Lake, L-A-K-E. Um, and I think it's, um, well, I could bring it up, but it's, um, I don't remember the title. But you'll, you'll find it, and it's an awfully good, awfully good listen. So it's listening to other people. Um, 
But the other thing is I've spent some time, you know, um, had a water filtration company for a number of years and understood that. Why water put, now? I remember that. Yeah, why water now, which became um, Alcaway USA, which is a subdivision of the company in Australia. So I learned right. that I learned that in terms of personal health and a lot of it having to do with the mind is that is get that chlorine out of the water get all that junk out of the water. So um, I have been using a great filtration system for that for many, many years. And I've, Josh, only had an illness or been sick for about a week and a half in the last about 10 years since we've wow. been each other. Wow. And I think it's largely from, I do drink a lot of water, but not like a gallon, but right. two or three liters a day. But it's not having the chlorine and not having all the junk in the water. Now that chlorine, you know, basically has a tendency to destroy, you know, certain chemicals in the brain that makes us feel good naturally. So right. that's that's a tip is clean is just clean the water, you know. But yes, you know, I know you probably read it, the Celestine prophecy. I remember, sure. you know, that some of the most complicated questions in life have a simple solution clean water? Well, I kind of go with the idea that every problem comes prepackaged with the solution. <laughs> it does. So right. you just, you just have to, you know, you just have to kind of sit back, you know, certainly study the situation, but sit back and look for that simple, elegant solution. It's always there. It just, it, it's, it's, it comes prepackaged with the problem. You know, so the other thing I would tell people is uh, I alluded to it earlier. If you're looking for mental wellness is um, start unplugging from mainstream media. And I'm talking about television in general. Right. Because it's all about sharing all the crap in the world. Right. Start listening to podcasts. So every morning I listen to something that puts good stuff in my head, whether it's about marketing, whether it's about, like I listened to Tara Brock. Okay. So she's a uh, Buddhist teacher, um, mindfulness. She's extremely well-known and that's Tara Brock is T-A-R-A-B-R-A-C-H.com. And um, so, you know, she comes from a place of compassion, which largely is non-existent in our culture. Right. Along with critical thinking, people have a tendency to kind of take what other people say as the word of the Bible. And it's just not necessarily true, you know? Right. So un unplug from the stuff that is just not good to put in your head or on your eyes is what I say. So uh, that's, that's a lot of what, uh, th those are the kind of the core things is listen to what other people have to say, you know? And uh, just stop taking in the stuff that agitates you, that um, doesn't really give you something to think about. You just kind of react with it. So no, no, that's great. That's great advice, right? Because you you've gone through all the, the things that I that I listed, and mm -hmm. one thing that along those lines that's been a shift in society. And it's been a shift since the time you and I have, have known each other. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, 
and you mentioned it with the mainstream media, right? The hyper uh, polarization. Mm -hmm. When we grew up, we had, you know, uh, concrete, right? You had, you had maybe a Dan Rather. And mm -hmm. Dan Rather started shifting a little bit. Uh, but the news, right, you would get it. And in theory, and especially when you read a newspaper, mm -hmm. journalism uh, is supposed to be like one of the best ones at it was uh, Brian Lamb from C-SPAN. Mm -hmm. He had no idea whether he was left-leaning or right-leaning. He was just focused on the facts. Yeah, journalistic uh, approach, yep. And now it's gotten to the point where I've been talking to clients and just people in general that they try to test you, your political leanings and they say, well, if you don't believe X, Y, and Z, I, you know, I can't do business with you because you're blah, blah, blah. And it's on both sides. They get it from the far left and the far right, right? Uh, if you can comment to that shift, and, and, and as someone who's unplugged from mainstream media, how do you deal with it? Because I know you have the perfect answer for it. <laughs> perfect. So specific <laughs> you always do, man. So I really appreciate it. Well, I want to sit with this a minute, but just ask you, what specifically are you asking me about in terms of dealing with what? Dealing with uh, someone, let's say, who's in business, who uh, has an extreme position, right? Mm -hmm. And they're testing you, trying to find out what your position is, mm -hmm. right? And trying to nail you down to that position. Mm -hmm. And uh, as somebody who doesn't, watch mainstream media, right? Mm -hmm. uh, from what I know of you, you come up with a perfect kind of neutral, uh, probably simple answer. You probably say, well, you know, I'm not familiar with that or, you know. No, okay. So or, or, do you, there's a or, or if somebody comes at you, right? Mm -hmm. And their values are diametrically opposed to you, mm -hmm. right? How do you politely shut that down? Or what's your thought, thought process, right? Well, I don't shut it down. I get curious. Okay, got it. So if I was a, let, well, I'm just going to exaggerate here, but okay. if I was a Trump supporter and, and against anything the Democrats would say, I would, be, I would welcome a conversation in curiosity about somebody from the other side. If I was a Democrat and had... Uh, you know, met somebody that was that was a pro-Trump supporter, I would once again get curious. And there's a saying, you know, because I spent 50, I spent most of my adult life, like 24 years in Santa Fe, New Mexico. So I spent right. quite a bit of time with um, American Indians or Native Americans. And I learned a lot. One thing I learned is, you know, to walk in another man's moccasins. So what is that like? And I used to practice it physically. Right. Actually walk behind somebody and just mimic their movements to get a feeling for who they were and stuff. But I'm talking about a conversation. So it's getting curious. I mean, most people like, you know, I do a couple environmental podcasts for a couple of people. 
Right. And, uh, you know, one thing I've noticed about environmentalists in general is they kind of stay in their lane, which is really too bad because they don't really experience the rest of the world as it really is. So once again, it's just um, when somebody comes to me with uh, one of those views you're talking about that's really adamant and they're trying to scope me out, um, you know, it's kind of like, um, uh, you know, I don't, you know, I don't fight against it. I just, I just really get curious. I mean, I have, it, you know, I, it's hard for me. To, I don't have a canned, I don't have a canned answer ever. Okay. So it's like in podcasting, that's kind of how I roll. I mean, I have a bullet points that I would maybe want to talk about, but I wait for the opening in the conversation for me to actually enter into where I can add value to it. Got it. And not, you know, because, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge follower in, of Simon Sinek. Yes. Okay. Start with why. Start with why. And it's like, you know, his whole thing is like, you know, he envisions a world where people wake up every morning, every morning to go to work and are excited and feel fulfilled and supported and everything else. And I think, I think it's just time for us to really, at least for me, I mean, I took this position years ago to simply ask the question is how can I serve humanity? Because that's what we need right now. And a lot of people are going to have to like, you're just going to have to like drop your fricking views. <laughs> you I, know, agree. You, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I 100% agree. And, uh, I don't know if that answered your question. No, but... 100% it does. And it always does. And one of the, the, one of the weeks, right, it was when the George Floyd situation uh -huh. was getting up. And I was most proud, even though we're, you know, uh, we were a three-dimensional podcast. We want to be well-rounded, right? Uh, uh, -huh. uh But we offer, outside of uh, mainstream sports media, we offer uh, sports betting education, right? And Yeah. But we shift gears, and I have a prominent attorney from Irvine. She's running for city council of Irvine, uh, Lauren Johnson-Norris. And she's left-leaning. And then four days later, we had Deborah Polly and Steve Albright. Deborah uh -huh. Polly, she's a Tea Party uh, member of the Republican Central Committee. Mm -hmm. She was on there, but she's deep in the Republican Party. And then Steve Albright, uh, former police officer for 15 years, wow. wrote 23 nice. books, just got just published a book on guns, mm -hmm. right? And I was able to mitigate those two interviews, right? Yep. Yep. Fully what her police reform should be and what their reforms should be, right? Nice. And that's what I see uh, people like John and I moving forward, being able to blend those different parts and kind of put them together because things go in cycles, right? Now we're polarized, you know, going moving forward, it's going to be ways to cook that meal in a way where you put the different spices together kind of differently, right? And, and I think that's the way we can come together, right? And, and kind of give a center lane, right? That's diametrically opposed to what the mainstream media does. That That's another thing John and I have in common. We try to run away as fast as possible from any <laughs> mainstream media. 
Yeah, I, I actually want to educate people on something that most people don't understand, which is that, um, I mean, news reporting when, you know, used to be journalistic news reporting, that was it. Okay, it's now entertainment. It also was true. It was also true that the FCC back in its day, a long time ago, granted CBS, NBC, and uh, ABC a license to broadcast news for, I think it was one half an hour, 30 minutes a day. It was typically done at the six o'clock period. They were granted that space to freely, freely use it to report the news. And uh, that was just a small chunk of what they were, you know, basically to do. There was no advertising. It was just the news. It was just journalistic reporting about what was going on. Now what we have today is 24-7. And, you know, when it comes to mainstream, it's just, like I said, it's entertainment. And there's very few news channels, actually, that at 6 o'clock or whatever come on and report the news for a half an hour, which is about all it really takes. And then the other thing for people that would be concerned about how do you know what's going on, it's really simple. You ask your friends. Right. Hey, Josh, what have you noticed in the news today? Right. What has your attention, you know, which is a, actually a podcast I do, which is specifically I report on what has my attention. So, you know. And I've heard that several times and enjoyed it each time. Yeah, yeah. And, and a lot of what we do here, when I hit the three mediums, video, podcasting, and long-form writing. Nice. So everyone that collaborates with us can get their message through unfiltered and uninterrupted, right? Nice. Yep. What? You're not going to come? What is next for John Beeson? Uh, and, uh, well, in about five minutes, I have a call with um, an audio engineer. That's what's next for me. <laughs> what's next for right? me? Just t- mindfulness, right? That you talked about with Tara Brock mindfulness. But that's, that's something that's gotten through, helped help you get through all these tragedies and all these uh, yeah. topsy-turvy events that we've had. Yeah. In- and, and it can start with what Carrie Lake teaches, actually called Mind Watch the Body. And without getting all nuffy-nuffy, it's real simple to know and understand that the mind cannot understand the matters of the heart. So a lot of what's going on right now is actually about the heart, whether it's compassion and what's going on with racism and everything else. And there is a mental aspect to it, but the mind cannot understand all aspects of it. You know, it's like, Josh, I really care for you. And I'm so glad we're talking, you know, you are a man of color. I am white. um, And I don't consider myself prejudiced or racist or anything else. However, I have decided since all this happened to just not go with that assumption and, and take a hard look inside and really understand, you know, really try to challenge myself to find that part in me that may not be congruent with the words I use. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, life left unexamined is not worth living. And it's hard, right? People don't understand that. 
And when you do what John does, you get these horrible feelings about yourself, embarrassment, shame, regret. You get all these feelings. And my mistake was I used to jump over those feelings and go to positive. But you have to feel them and you have to go through them, right? And that's why most people do not do that. I know it. And right now, five, six months into into this pandemic, that's what's starting to come out by certain podcasts and stuff I listen to is, is that um, there's a thing going on right now. Um, Simon Sinek did a really awesome interview with this woman and basically Simon, and it was with her, with one of his coaches. And he just said, you know, I just don't feel like myself. I just feel, I just feel different. I, I don't know what to say. And she launched into, well, you're just not feeling it. So most of us has, have kind of pushed our feelings aside, what we really feel about what's re- going on. We're not expressing it because it's all going to pass and everything is going to go back to normal. Well, I hate to tell everybody it ain't going back to normal. No, no. And, and, and what I hate to say, you know, uh, you know, the whole, the whole movie, The Truth, Oh, You Can't Handle the Truth. It, it's what John just I love described. It. John trained a lot of courage. It's a brutal process. You feel horrible things about yourself. But you have to feel them in order to change because if there isn't any consequence, for the most yeah. part, people are not going to change. You're not going to change. Yep. Right? And so, so that leads me into another tip or somebody that I would definitely follow. And that's Brene Brown. Most people out there maybe have heard of her. B-R-E-N-E, last name Brown. Her whole work is centered around shame and also uh, being totally transparent and vulnerable. Right. So that's, that's easy to say, hard to do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome man, what great advice! And we're gonna to have to have you back on selfishly. I'm gonna drag you back onto the podcast. I'm available on Fridays. Let everybody know where they can find you. I know you're the president of a new company, podcasting company. Yep, get a lot of inquiries about that, and I'll make sure they go to you. Uh, let us know where people can find you. Okay, the company is called Heard Not Seen Media. Heard Not Seen's obvious, so it's about podcasting. But the best way to get in touch with me is just simply go to www.imaginepodcasting.com. So that's imaginepodcasting.com. You can schedule calls with me if you want there and get a hold of me through, through there. Right. And it's great to know, John. Now everybody knows why, right? Exactly. Start with why. And I know that John is in complete alignment the way we close the podcast every time and John and I do our best. We're not perfect, but we give our best effort not to talk to talk, but walk this walk of Winston Churchill who got us through World War II. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's the truth we've lived. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Podcast Network. That's why this one don't cost $800 and that goes $200. And I don't know what that costs. I'd be ashamed to work. That's why.